Welcome to another edition of Watching the Game, a sports show. I'm your host, Idris Mohamed Goudaymi, joined again by Adam Muslah and Ada Isa. And today, let's just start with the crazy Game 7 that happened yesterday. 10 on the shot clock. Had it back-tapped, he lost it! The Nuggets come up with a defensive play! Murray! They missed the layup, Gobert got it! Mitchell hanging at the other end, two seconds to go! For the win! And it rims out! Denver hangs on! Final score! Etched across the face of Mitchell. Well, guys, I mean, it was just like any other Game 7 that we've had in the past few years. Even if it's a crazy series offensively. We got an ugly game, low scoring, and in the end, the Nuggets escape, winning 80-78. to And I really wish that Conley shot went in. <laughs> what a game. What a what an ending sequence that was. I mean... So many, like, swing points. Craig misses that layup, and then Conley rims out that three. That was inches away. Me too, I got it, so scared. It probably felt so good coming out of his hands. Like, that's a shot you're like, oh yeah, that's in. And just, mm, half the, halfway down, halfway out. I felt so bad, especially for Donovan Mitchell, man. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell laid out his heart. I mean, yeah, we were expecting... 57 game one, and they still lost. I mean, we were expecting, like, a crazy high-scoring game, game seven... And yeah, yeah, we got an eighty to seventy-eight slugfest that was ended. That was won by a Jokic skyhook. I mean, that was a great shot. That was the level of difficulty on that shot was really high, though. It was it was like a fading one-legged hook shot. Gobert did great on him all game. Like, I I think Gobert played it really well, though. Like, I don't think that was bad defense. I think it was just really good offense. Like, the Jazz didn't get a lot of help for Mitchell offensively, but defensively, they did give him a lot of help. Mm-hmm. And then, on Denver's side of the things, they also struggled shooting the ball a lot. Even Murray struggled. He had a couple timely shots, but Jokic was probably still their best source of offense. Uh, I mean... And I really, I had the Jazz as a sleeper of this year coming in. Add Boyan, they would have won the series easily. Very easily. I firmly believe if they had Boyan, they wouldn't even been a six seed. And they would have been five or four. Three. I think three, actually. True. Yeah. Would have been close. Um, so now uh, the Clippers will play the Nuggets. I honestly see the Clippers winning in like five or six. Uh, I think it'll go six. Right, so you think the Jazz would have had a better chance than the... No, I don't think so. I think the, I think the, Clip, the, the Nuggets had a better chance. Well, I mean, if Beverly is back healthy, Murray's not going to go off like he has been. 
But Jokic Ooh. should do better this series, considering they don't have Gobert. But also, the Clippers are pretty well-rested compared to the... Do you guys see the... Uh, yesterday I saw the clip when they told Jamal Murray he was, they were playing again on Thursday. I <laughs> yeah, he was upset. <laughs> and I can totally understand. Deserve more time off, but the NBA has to finish the season as... They really do off. deserve more... Yeah. I mean, the strike, yeah, combined with the fact yeah. they also missed a few days because of the strike, you know, it's making it even tougher. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think um, I'll go Clippers in five. Oh, really? I think they, yeah. can, I think they can get two off of them. Six. I really want the Nuggets to win, but I just can't see it happening. Especially right. if Paul George performs well. And then on the Jazz side of things, I think... If Mitchell Team will be right back in it next year. Definitely. I mean, they they get a little better on the bench side of things. where They'll um, get Bogdanovich back next Bogdanovich year. Bogdanovich back. Mitchell will come back angry. Gobert should be a deploy candidate again. Clarkson... You know, Clarkson played really well in the bubble, so hopefully, what's it called? He keeps it up into next year. I could, if they, if they really improve their bench, I could genuinely see them representing the West in 2021. Really? But, I mean. Who would you like to see them, like, go, go out and get? Yeah, like, there's really not many of the people that they can go out and get. Um. I mean. It would be nice. Jeremy Grant would be nice. But he probably ends up staying with the Nuggets. Yeah, I can't see um, him leaving. Uh, who else? Aka could be decent. Aka could be a decent guy. Uh, Gallinari. I don't even know who the I don't who the who the free agents of next year are. I'm looking at them right now. Gallinari could be decent. Ibaka. All right, let's keep it realistic. Um, Looking at role players, Gallo would honestly be a nice pickup. And they said Lamarcus Aldridge might get traded, so if they can like get Lamarcus Aldridge for cheap and bring him off the bench to back up Gobert, that would be good. Or even I don't know, would that work to pair him with Gobert? What if they got a? Uh, what if they somehow got DeRozan? Ooh. No, there, there wouldn't be enough space on that court with with DeRozan and Gobert, two like non shooters. I don't think that would work. DeRozan isn't a non shooter. He's not a great three point shooter. Yeah, he, I know he can he can pull from mid. Like his mid range is amazing, but his, his three pointer not so good. Yeah, the space spacing would be a problem on that team. But um, anyway, shout out to both Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell for an incredible series and for keeping it real in their post-game interviews. That was some dope stuff. Uh, Let's move on uh, back to Monday's games. Uh, Let's start with the Heat beating the Bucks in game one. Uh, Jimmy Butler absolutely went off 40 points. Um. 
he just took over in that fourth quarter, Kobe-esque. Giannis wasn't ready for prime time. He, he refused to guard uh, Jimmy. Actually, I don't know if it was refused to guard him, but he didn't guard him, so. I'm sure uh, he'll probably, they'll probably have more sets next, today, tonight, for him yeah. to guard him. Um, and you know what's upsetting for this game? Uh, Middleton pro- had his probably, arguably, his best game of the of the playoffs so far, and so did Brook Lopez. They both dropped twenty plus, and Giannis only dropped eighteen, so they lost. So that's upsetting. I don't think they're. I don't think they're gonna get twenty plus consistently from Lopez. So like they wasted his one opportunity, the one opportunity. Yeah. Dragic went off. Dragic gave him a big. Between Bam, um, Jimmy sometimes. And Crowder. I think they threw Crowder, Crowder, Crowder at him a too. couple times. I wouldn't say easy stop him. There's really no stopping. There's no stopping Giannis. You just gotta ho- slow him down. But a uh, man, like like I was saying, Jimmy was unstoppable in the fourth. He hit a three. He just hit a three. He uh, hit a couple step back mid rangers. He got a couple steals that basically ended it. And this is the guy that freaking that uh Garpax was like, yeah, we can't really build a contender around. This is the guy that um. He's out to prove him wrong. No, I'm not. I'm not. No. If if anybody tells me, oh, we got Levine, we got Markinen, we got Chris Dunn, no. Jimmy is b- a thousand times the player any of those guys can ever be. I think Levine can get close Levine, to Lev- the only Levine is a little better three-point shooter, but that's it. Jimmy is better than him at everything else. That's not true. If if we had a competent front office, we had an opportunity if we built around him properly instead of deciding, hey, let's sign Rondo and Dwayne Wade for some reason. And then after that, we could have traded up a couple of picks for Donovan Mitchell, who a lot of, I, a lot of people wanted us to get Donovan Mitchell. With him with Jimmy Butler, we're like, nah, let's just blow it up. I mean, and then Minnesota, nice. I know it kind of sucks for Minnesota because he wanted to leave. I mean, the thing is, they were the, th- the year, the year when he was with them, they were the three seed and then he like tore his meniscus, had to miss most of the last. Two months of the season. So they fell from the third seed to the eighth seed. Oh yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. But I mean like it's Wiggins and Cat were just being babies. That's why he wanted out of there. And then Philly 
And then Philly, the f- stupid front office, chose Brett Brown over him. And I didn't even oh, know this until yeah. recently. They messed up completely. I also didn't know this till recently. So basic. So what most people are pretty sure has happened. What happened with this free agency was that they were like, "Okay, we'll only give you a max deal if you don't take any other visits with any other teams." This is bogus. You can't do that to a free agent. Let him talk to other teams. At that point, they were like, "All right, whatever. We don't care. Let's sign Al Horford instead." Great job, 76ers. Great job. And now... They they botched, they botched last offseason so badly, dude. And they, they threw a, practically a max at El Horford, too. There's so Absolutely. many players that you would rather have for that much money than, than El Horford. And now they're going to have to probably... They're going to have to give up a lot to get rid of that Al Horford contract. Yeah, probably got to give up a pick or two. And then maybe even Shake Milton with that package as well. So, anyways, enough with the 76ers. They suck. Um, Who do we got game two tonight? Uh, shoot, let me go check. No, it's not. The... Oh, yeah, we, already, we, we, just, we just talked about the Heat. Oh. I'm saying who you got wait. game two. Oh, wait, oh, oh, oh. Uh, shoot. I think Giannis comes out and, like, drops 30 today and the Bucks win. Yeah, I think... But I also... But I agree with you. I don't think Jimmy will have the game that he did uh, on, what was it, Monday? But I think, like, his supporting cast will have better uh, a better game. Like, Hero and, uh, and Nunn and Duncan Robinson, they didn't really do much game one. Yeah, that's right. I think um, I think the Bucks take this game. Uh, I I think the Bucks will win. Wouldn't be completely shocked if they didn't though. And I'm low key starting to warm up to to a uh, to the idea of a of a Heat Celtics Eastern Conference Finals. Throw it back to the to the uh to the LeBron Paul Pierce days. Uh, yes. All right. Uh. Then fun. let's move to well, we have another game seven tonight. Rockets Hi. Thunder. So Monday, um, pretty close game. Uh, down the stretch, Chris Paul was pretty clutch. Ended up hitting the game-winning free throws, and then Russell Westbrook turned the ball over on the other end, uh, effectively That's, ending the game. It's honestly so ironic that they traded. Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook to try and put them over the top, and now he might beat them. I mean... Just like the irony and the storyline, that would be so funny. Yeah, he's probably... But like his leadership and just like... True. Um, so game seven tonight, Westbrook should play more than he has the past couple games. Honestly, thought he was getting a little bit too much hate for the last game. Like, yeah, he he didn't he was he didn't play well. Uh, let's remember he's still coming off an injury. He's still playing limited minutes. True. Yeah, well, he's a ve- he's a veteran. He shouldn't be making what's it called. As much as you guys. 
Hit seven turnovers. He played 27, so it wasn't that limited. As much as you guys want the Thunder to move on just to spite the Rockets, I don't think... Dude, the, th the thing is... Like, I mean, the Rockets... I just think the Rockets are too a little bit too talented to lose this series. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The I mean, Rockets are like so Harden... much better than this Thunder team. I have this I have this thought and you guys can tell me if it makes sense. I think if it's a close game, the Thunder will pull it out, but if the Rockets do win, it'll be like a big win, like ten plus points. Does that make sense? Mm. I would yeah. hope that uh Harden has like thirty plus he probably will. He usually comes in clutch for them. Yeah. Uh Oh, 100%. Definitely. I would want the Bulls to get him, to be honest, but... Uh... I mean, people people are letting this overcrowd the fact that he still had Capella. Like, the Rockets' most success was when they had Capella. True. They, they traded him because they thought at this point, like, okay... We reached our peak with Capella. Let's try something else. And I that's fair because with Capella, they weren't really going to get any farther than they did last year. With Covington, maybe your ceiling is a little bit higher. I mean, like, I'm just saying, my point is people being like, oh, he's just going to bring small ball to whatever team he coaches next. No, he'll try to fit. He'll true. try to fit the team. Like, if he came to the Bulls, Wendell is not just going to get shipped out suddenly. He'll try to fit Wendell into a good role. You know what I mean? Do you guys even, do you guys even have three-point shooters like that? About, other than Levine. Like Levine, White. Levine and Markkinen. Is Kobe White a good shooter? Uh, Porter, if he ever plays. Kobe White's a good shooter. He's streaky. He's streaky, but he has, definitely should be a good three-point shooter. Uh, official, official prediction picks. I got the Rockets um, I'm going Thunder just just for this for the narrative for the narrative like as as a as a like LeBron fan I want the Thunder to win because I think it'll be an easier second round matchup but as a basketball fan I want the Rockets to win because that would make for a better matchup like, it would be more interesting to watch. So, uh, yeah, about it. Let's move on to the... Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the last game that was uh, in the past couple of days. Uh, the Celtics are now up 2-0 on the Raptors after blowing them out game one. This time it was closer. Back and forth most of the game. But then Marcus Smart... You know, we got a trend of guys going off late in games. This time it was Marcus Smart for the Celtics. They ended up winning by three when Van Vliet's three didn't go at the end. I mean, we got a similar Dude, that, situation. That, they to had that. a bad. It was a bad right. stretch. 
Like they had Siakam stepping out of bounds, and then they had didn't they have a timeout, and then they decided not to use it. And then we took that terrible shot, and Idris, Idris, I see you saying what's it called? It was two zero last year, but they had Kawhi last year to just yeah. Like I was gonna bring edge. that up. I'm like, you know, I don't think uh. Maybe we questioning if the Celtics are even gonna let this go to seven. Yeah, at this point, I might have to retract my my uh, Raptors in six prediction. I mean, they would have to they would have to win four straight. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see him winning anymore. It just the the past couple of games the the Celtics have looked like the better team and like Siakam. See, I don't think Siakam's ready to be that number one option on a championship team. Kemba didn't even have a great game yesterday. Who's, yeah, they had balanced scoring, but OG was their leading scorer. I don't think he can do that. I, and I don't think he can do that consistently. Score twenty. But I mean. Right. I mean, this is the thing about... This is why 538 made the Celtics the new favorites to at least make the finals. Probably even win it all because... I mean, look at them. We got... um, Like I said, Kemba didn't do great yesterday. They still won. They don't need all three of Tatum. They don't need uh, all three of Tatum, Brown, Kemba to go off every game. And then they they're already up two zero against the Raptors. As long as they don't choke that, you get to the next round. You should you probably most likely get Gordon Hayward back too. You know what's crazy again? Thirteen bench points. And they still won. Eleven of them were from Robert Williams. And they uh, is, is Robert know. Williams the new goat. He might have to be. All right. I knew of him like when they drafted him, and they were like, "This is a really good pick for the Celtics." That was like like a, a, a two or three years ago, right? Yeah, I mean, he Pretty hasn't sure played was. much, but they're yeah. now giving him some minutes. Is he taking Cantor's minutes, or are they still? I don't think I've no, seen Cantor play that Cantor, much. Cantor did not play. I think he took Cantor's minutes. He played seventeen minutes yesterday. Cantor played zero. The yeah, thing with the Celtics, they just need one of uh, Brown, Tatum, or Walker to like go off for like thirty ish, and then the other two will drop the fifteen to twenty, and that's all they need because they'll combine for like seventy, eighty points. And they got really c- good contribution from Marcus Smart yesterday too, turned into Steph Curry in the fourth usually, quarter. Yeah, usually the Marcus Smart points are off the bench too. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Clippers got Beverly. Uh, Lakers have Alex Caruso. <laughs> that would probably be the closest uh, closest comparison. Miami is like Miami's like full of those guys. Miami's like full of those guys. Yeah, Iguodala Butler. Yeah. Ah. Uh. I mean, Celtics should have this. I would, 
What if they sweep? That would be crazy. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Ra- Raptors win game three, Celtics win game four, Raptors win game five, Celtics win game six. That's what I got. Ooh. No, I think the I think the Bucks are are better than uh than the Raptors. The way the Celtics are playing right now, they probably could beat the Bucks though. So I just love the fact that it's a lot. Like we're totally confident that it's gonna be Lakers Clippers Western Conference Finals. Like we're unless um, we we'll, we would be absolutely shocked if that wasn't the case. Whereas in the East, we could see any other results. We wouldn't be surprised. I could see any 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 combination. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Wide open, yeah. Uh, I mean, but like, yeah. but before the playoffs, before the playoffs, it was the Bucks and everyone else in the East. Now it's for a while it was because the Bucks yeah. Bucks started the season off like really good. Then they slumped near the break. Then they slumped during the seeding games, and the other teams started yeah. catching up. I mean, if if Simmons didn't get injured, if Sabonis didn't get injured, it would be even more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh-huh. just because LeBron, you know, he's built different. That was supposed to be our year. You guys think the Raptors went back to Raptors are back to LeBron to the LeBronto era? Calm down. Uh, I wouldn't say uh, LeBron. Le- let's not talk about LeBronto anymore, man. He ain't he ain't in the East anymore. True, but when he was in the East, he hold them boys, <laughs> LeBronjolists. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> That's a good one. You gotta give it to him, Adris. I mean, if 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 they beat the if they beat the Clippers in the West Conference Finals, yes. They don't. Oh. It's LeBronjulus both ways. If they win, I thought the whole point was he has to dominate them to get that title. I I I mean whatever. Um, true, true, true. In three predictions, uh, Raptors bounce back. Uh. No, that's not going. It's going to go further than five. Six. Like, I can easily just see Van Vliet or Siakam just coming out, like, out of anger and winning them a game by themselves and, like, forcing it to go to six. But I think it's still Celtics in six. I have to... Van Vliet needs to have another kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to change my pick. Anyway. The Celtics uh... in six. That uh, concludes our NBA segment for today. Let's move on to our NFL segment. Again, we're continuing our NFL preview. Um, last episode on Monday. Eight we... days away. Yes, eight days away. Man, I can't believe it. Um, A week from tomorrow. That's crazy to think about. So, uh, last week we, uh, we started with the... Um, I'm sorry, I can't remember how to speak. NFC East on Monday, we predicted Cowboys first, Eagles second, um, and then 
Washington, Giants, yeah. Giants, Washington, whichever way. Um, so let's start with p- probably the best division in the league, the NFC West. Um, that's let's possible start... this year, isn't it? Because yep. it's seven teams. Imagine the whole the whole division making the playoffs. That would be crazy. Well, let's start with the uh, Arizona Cardinals. So, Kyler Murray had a pretty solid rookie season. Um, They'll be expecting him to build off of that or at least play as well as he did last year. Um, He made some really good moves in the the draft. Kenny and Drake uh, came over midseason in a trade with the Dolphins, ended up being pretty damn good, especially for fantasy teams last season, even though he might be a bust, according to some people in here. Um, sucks. Wide receiver, one of the best wide receiver groups in the league. Um, the best. Between Andre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald. Um, side end, uh, I mean... <laughs> Max Williams, Dan Arnold, they, they don't really have good tight ends. That's their weak point. Um, offensive line, they made sure they made sure to re-sign DJ Humphreys. They got possibly a steal in Josh Jones in the third round. Really, um, Isaiah Simmons. I think Isaiah Simmons was the best player in the draft. I don't they know got all-purpose defender Isaiah Simmons. Yep, uh, round one. Uh, they bring back Chandler Jones. Um, they still have Patrick Peterson, of mm-hmm. course. Um, yeah, they extended Buda Baker. Baker. Yeah. They just extended him a couple days ago. Um, they don't have the best um, defense, the defensive line, but they did sign Jordan Phillips, nose tackle from Buffalo. Uh, they also oh I forgot they signed Devondre Campbell to pair with Jordan Hicks and um, well their so their main weak points on defense right now are um, three four D E and um, cornerback across from Patrick Peterson aside mm-hmm. from that the defense should be able to do better than they did last year. So, I mean, a lot of people are calling the Cardinals probably the team to make the biggest leap this year. I agree. Theoretically, they should, considering the moves they made. Well, they went 5-10-1 last year. Not bad, considering they w- the Seahawks and 49ers made the playoffs and the Rams almost made the playoffs. Mm. Um. I mean, I've got them at like. I'm trying to pull up their schedule right now. They play a football team, the Lions, the Jets, Dolphins, Bills. Rams. I got them. I think. I see I think quite a few a winnable year. games. I think they're still a, a year away. They I, got an easy start 
I'll say they got an easy start to the schedule. Uh, after playing the 49ers, they play they can easily start Detroit, off like Carolina's Jets. They'll start off. They'll start off like four and one, and then people will just like jump on the bandwagon and then play the Cowboys and Seahawks and like get destroyed, or maybe not destroyed, but they probably won't win those games. I think this this team is a seven and nine or eight and eight, middle of the pack. Because mm. they're definitely not bad, but I don't think they're good enough this year to make the leap to the playoffs. Yeah, I I got them at um. Eight and eight, especially in that division when they have to play the Rams, Forty ers and uh, Seahawks twice. Definitely, so tough. Yeah. So I'll go eight and eight. What about you guys? You think the same? Say, I'll say seven and nine, just to keep it a little different. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to the next team in the division. The team I think I'm of like. I've got this team number one in the NFC, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, really? Obviously, Russell Wilson, MVP candidate yearly. Um, Chris Carson, pretty solid running back. Uh, Rashad Penny will miss the first few games, but they have a bunch of running backs. They should, um, go, get a, they should go get Leonard Fournette. Tyler Lockett has... Oh, and uh, eh, I don't know. Uh, Tyler Lockett has fantastic chemistry with Russell Wilson. DK Metcalf should take the leap this year. Uh, Greg Olson should help steady the tight end room, which they already have Will Disley coming back from injury. And uh, Jacob Hollister was pretty good last year. Um, they also signed Philip Dorsett. That was a good pickup. For like two games, they lost. Uh, they lost a Fetty on the offensive line, right? Uh, and he wasn't that good for them at right tackle. Uh, they also lost George Fant. Um, mm-hmm. they got B.J. Finney as their center. They still have Dwayne Brown. Um, yeah, O line isn't going to be great this year. Oh, they also drafted Damian Lewis. I'm not expecting O-line to be great, but they don't have to be great. They just have to be okay, considering they have Russ. Um, defense, now this is, I mean, okay, we're st- we're eight days out from the start of the NFL season. Um, um, uh, one second, one second. Even if they do, Antonio Brown, they don't really need make them worse. Yeah, that could low-key make them worse. Josh Gordon might come back. That would be... It wouldn't make them worse. Um, They already have great group of receivers. If they got Josh Gordon back, that would just make them even more dangerous. Who... Who would you rather see him get, though? Leonard Fournette or A.B.? I think Leonard Fournette would make him better than A.B. True. Yeah, Richard Sherman was. Anyway, um, so moving to defensive side, like I was saying, so eight days out from the start of the NFL season, Jadavion Clowney still not on the team. 
So... Do they keep him then if no one signs him or no? I mean... Or is he, un is he, he unrestricted? Should. No, no, he's unrestricted. He's he should. He should. He, I really don't know what he's waiting for. Just re-sign with this team, bro. I mean... Yeah. Their, their only issue defensively is lack of edge rushers. Besides Bruce Irvin, they really don't have anyone. I mean, they have Jerron Reed at defensive tackle, but they don't really have anybody at edge. I mean, linebacker, they're still great. Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, plus they drafted Jordan Brooks round one. Mm -hmm. And then they may they have one of the best secondaries in the league. Um, Shaquille Griffin, Quinton Dunbar. Oh, no, not Earl Thomas. They got Jamal Adams. Andre Diggs and Jamal Mother Trucking Adams. I mean, another sleeper in Marquis Blair. If Clowney resigns, this is probably the, the they're, they're probably the number one seed in this in this. Division. Honestly, even if Clowney doesn't resign, I think this team can be the number one team in the NFC. If Clowney resigns, I one hundred percent have them as the number one seed in the NFC. I mean, this team is just stacked. They would just be solid all around. Like there's no, be there like, would be no serious weak point except for like be, yeah. O line would be a little bit weak, but even then, even then Russ is so hard to bring down. Like he can, his his ability to escape the pocket and extend plays. So I that mean, wouldn't. Like, so the so so like for that team having not that good of an offensive line isn't the isn't as bad. As if, like, someone with a non-mobile QB yeah. had a bad offensive line. Um, yeah, so in terms of their schedule, they start at Atlanta. That's they play the Patriots, Cowboys, Dolphins first four weeks. Um, and I just believe in this team. They could, they could go, let's see, that's winnable, that's winnable, that's winnable, that's winnable. They don't have as easy of a schedule as the Cardinals, but I also think they're better than the Cardinals. I mean, I have them going thirteen and three. I can see them going thirteen and three. They'll probably split with the Forty ers and Rams because that just seems to happen every year. And then, no, I think they'll go thirteen and three because I just can't see three losses on the schedule. Maybe they'll lose to either the Cowboys or the, or the um, the Cowboys or the Eagles, and then split with the, split with the Rams, split with the Forty ers The other teams they play are just not good, like compared to them. Yeah, I can maybe see the, that. Maybe the Bills can sneak a win off them. I don't know. I would say uh, the Eagles, Niners, and. Uh... Cardinals can get wins from them. You you think they'll split the division? That's why I would I would that's why I would think they would lose too. I mean yeah, yeah I, I just not the Rams. I just think the Rams not this year. Um but um so who's next then? Uh the Rams actually. Rams, so yeah. uh the Rams pretty interesting situation. Um obviously they went all in the season before last and well, almost worked. Um, Goff is back. He's not great, but he's 
good. Um, they moved on from Todd Gurley, drafted Cam Akers in uh, the second round. Um, that's another fantasy sleeper, by the way, Cam Akers. Um, wide receivers, they traded Brandon Cooks away. They still have Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, um, Josh Reynolds. Two studs. They also drafted Van Jefferson. Tight end, pretty solid between Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. Uh, at offensive line, they still... Uh, offensive line started really badly last year, but after a couple changes, uh, they got back to a solid level of play. They should be fine this year. Um, between Austin Blythe, Andrew Whitworth, those are a couple solid guys. They have, uh, a, couple young, they have a couple young offensive linemen, too, that are pretty good. Uh, defensively, Michael Brockers was about to go to the Ravens, but he ended up re-signing with them. Um, they signed Ashawn Robinson to be their new nose tackle. Obviously, they still have um, Aaron Donald, best defensive tackle in the league. Uh, they've mm-hmm. remade their linebacking core. Um, someone, I, I don't remember what his name was, but there was a guy that apparently was supposed to start at inside linebacker, but he got injured yesterday. He was missing the entire season. Fortunate. Uh, they signed Leonard Floyd. It's a good pickup, they, but they, lo- they lost Robert Quinn, though, right? Uh, Robert Quinn was... Uh, no, 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 he was on the... He they lost Clay Matthews. He was on the Cowboys. Clay Matthews. They replaced yeah. Clay Matthews with uh, Leonard Floyd. They didn't really get a replacement for inside linebackers, so they were relying on young, unproven guys there. And then in the secondary... They still have Jalen Ramsey. John Johnson is solid. They'll be hoping Taylor Rapp takes the next step, and the same with Troy Hill. I think Taylor. Um, I think Taylor Rapp is. Uh, he's a decent. Dude. He's a, like he's a decent safety. I think it'll. Do, I think it'll be fine. Uh, in terms of their schedule, they start on Sunday night against at home against Dallas, and then they travel to take on the Eagles and the Bills, and then back home for the Giants. Um. I think I got a. Honestly, I think they start zero and three. I think they can beat the Bills. I think they can beat the Bills. They'll be in like uh, I think. I think this will be a team where like they're in in like every game they lose if I make like. They probably won't be able to f- close out a lot of games, but they'll be, like, really close in all of them. Or not all of them, but most. Hmm. Um, I would say... I'm not really that high on this team. Um, nothing against them. It's just, like... Um, I've got them going maybe six and ten. Wow, really? Six and ten, seven and nine. Um, I mean, this could be a playoff team. Depends. If the thing, if they, 
things can break right. They could definitely be a playoff team. But I just think the other three yeah, teams yeah, have yeah. surpassed them so quickly. You know, like two years ago, they looked True. like they dominated their division for like five years. But just like that, suddenly the Cardinals, Seahawks, 49ers are all looking better. I mean, six and ten, seven and nine for me. You know, do you guys agree with that? Yeah. yeah. If it. If everything, I mean, if everything goes in their favor, this could be like a nine-win team. But everything would have to go in their favor, and they'd have to split with the 49ers and Seahawks. If they so, can't I split mean, with them, then they can't make the playoffs. All right, uh, let's move on to the last team in this stack division: the Super Bowl runner-up, runners-up 49ers. Uh, they bring back most of the same team. Um, well, Jimmy Garoppolo back at QB. Um, they moved on from Matt Brida. Brida, Brida. Um, they still have Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert, though. Hopefully this year, Jarek McKinnon can finally contribute. Um, no, no, they ended up fixing that. They don't... Wants to be traded anymore. Um, Manuel Sanders left, but they drafted Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel was great last year. Uh, Kendrick Bourne is a solid number three receiver. Uh, tight end Kittle's obviously top three tight end in the league. Baby grown. And then, if he's healthy, Jordan Reed could be a serious X factor for them. Obviously, he's rarely healthy, but if he's healthy, that is a pretty solid signing. Yeah. Um. Uh. What's his face? Joe Staley retired, but they traded for Trent Williams to uh take over. So that's hardly a big deal. They have a good offensive line. Uh, the only weak spot on their O line would be right guard. Um. Uh. Let's not forget Kyle Uzcheck. Best fullback in the game, baby. Go. <laughs> uh, defensive side of the ball, they traded away Eric um or DeForest Buckner no, to yeah. Indianapolis yeah. for the thirteenth pick. Who did they um, end up getting? I don't remember. I can't remember who they got with the thirteenth. They got Javon Kinlaw, who defensive tackle to take over Buckner's spot. Um. They re-signed Eric Armstead, who had a breakout year last year. Yeah. Um, Armstead, Bosa, DeFord on the edge. That is pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hoping Solomon Thomas finally breaks out this year. Uh, that would really make up for the loss of Buckner. Quan Alexander at linebacker, along with Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner. They, they bought back Jimmy Edwards. Jimmy Ward, Jimmy Ward. <laughs> or Jimmy Ward, yeah. Jimmy Ward, Jaquiski Tart is a sneaky good safety duo. Sherman, obviously, still a great corner. And then Manuel Mosley at the other cornerback spot ended up doing better than Witherspoon last year. Um, I mean, they didn't get, they barely got worse. Even the guys they lost. They did very well to replace them. 
um, Sanders with Ayuk, Staley think... with Trent Williams. They drafted well as well. Um, they start the season at home against Arizona, and then they play the Jets, the Giants, and the Eagles. That could be a 4 0 start. Easily, yeah. Um, so I think I'd they could honestly they're... they could easily start off seven and zero until they meet up with the Seahawks, because after the first four games, and they play the Dolphins, Rams, and Patriots, the Patriots mm-hmm. have, will drop off probably. But then it gets tougher with Seahawks, Packers, Saints. Yeah. Um. They have a fairly easy schedule. I'd the... say I'll put them at eleven and five. The, the five. It's great. We have I got I got the Seahawks at one, thirteen and three, 49ers at two, and they'd be the five seed at eleven and five. Then you got the Cardinals and Rams eight and eight, seven and nine, fighting for that seventh seed in the NFC. I mean, like I said, absolutely stacked division. Yeah. Best division in football, probably by far. I don't know, man. I just I can't see them losing five of these games. So I'm looking at their schedule. Split with the Seahawks, unless they get swept by the Seahawks. You think that'll happen? Uh, I don't really think that'll happen. But um, I was thinking uh, Cardinals, mm-hmm. Seahawks. I think three and three in the division. Dallas, right, they could so lose at Dallas. Oh, maybe the, the Saints maybe Packers. the Saints or the Eagles. Hmm. So you don't you don't think the Packers had a chance? Actually, they really don't. After what happened in the in the, in the AF, not the the NFC Championship. Oh no, I I know I don't think they got, the Packers they got throttled. Packers are bad. We went over that in the <laughs> NFC North. So, yeah, 12-4 and four is my prediction for them. So, yeah. So, we got Seahawks first at 13-3, and three, and then... Then 49ers, 11-5-ish. Cardinals, 3-8-8-ish. Rams, 4-7-9-ish. Yep. Yeah, it's a really good division. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that concludes our uh, NFL preview for the <clears throat> NFT, and that also concludes our episode for today. Um, if you enjoyed listening to us, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, and subscribe to our YouTube, follow our Instagram and uh, Twitter as well. And we will see you guys Friday. Have a good one, and enjoy watching the games follow, tonight. Follow on Spotify. <laughs>